I'm James Briarton in Charlotte. This week on the Carolina Weather Group, a quick revisit to Hurricane Florence and its historic impact in the Carolinas. Its impacts felt just four years ago this week. Good evening from Charlotte. It is September 9th, 2018, just past the 9 o'clock Eastern hour. I'm James Briarton, and thank you for joining the Carolina Weather Group. We have team coverage tonight. We have Scotty Powell in the foothills from Charleston, South Carolina. We have Shay and Jared, and of course, we have Chris Jackson joining us. You know, prepare now and prepare for the worst. I'm really glad people heeded the warning, and at least in the in the Grand Strand area that I've seen, uh, have have got out you know got out of town. I do you want to say uh, we have a few guests on with us tonight? We have uh, Chief Meteorologist Jason Boyer from WLOS in Asheville, North Carolina. We also have uh, Chief Meteorologist Bill Washam from from News 5 in Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, we did want to bring Ashley in. She is actually an insurance broker for Lake Marion Insurance Agency in Manning, South Carolina. Brad Panovich with WCNC in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Let's bring in Daniel Bonds. Uh, he works in Columbia, South Carolina for the Tegna affiliate. Bring in uh, Christian uh, Schmidt here. He is uh, actually in Charlotte, North Carolina tonight. A lot of folks are seeking shelter away from the coast. Uh, they're going to these shelters, and, and Christian is is there working with. Uh, we want to bring in Chris Jackson right quick. Chris, uh, you've been traveling all day. Uh, you're actually getting to see some of the firsthand experiences of what's going on with Florence and Myrtle Beach. Left out of Columbia about uh, just before noon today and uh, took the senior crowd down here, uh, came through the town of Nichols Thursday night after our show. Uh, we staying oceanfront down in Myrtle Beach where a bunch of uh, press and media meteorologists were. And uh, I, you know, I laid down uh, about midnight, and the wind just howled, and the wind howled, and it howled some more, and, and it was so deafening loud. I mean, at one point, the uh, I, I was laying down, I was like, "Does it feel like the hotel swaying?" And I, you know, the only way that I figured it out, I'm like, I walked in the bathroom, I looked in the you know the toilet bowl, and the water sloshing back and forth. I'm like, "Well, there you go. Yep, okay. It wasn't real bad. Uh, maybe until about noon, one o'clock." You know, once the eye, you know, real or you know, the center wasn't really much of an eye at that point, uh, started across the South Carolina line. You know, we got within uh, maybe 10 miles, 20 miles. You know, the winds really picked up, started getting some pretty, pretty good little gusts down Cherry Grove. You know, you know, some, some of the wind gusts we got were pretty significant. All the damage I saw was pretty light. Actually, you know, really impressed with some of the construction down there. Uh, did see a bunch of uh, shingles, gutters, and uh, uh, vinyl siding, things of that nature, all over the road. I noticed that once the winds came around out of the southwest, the, the marsh side, uh, you know, for those that are familiar, there's a little bit of a marsh on the backside of Cherry Grove. You know, the, the water in the marsh came up about two feet in about 30 minutes. And I, I was actually sitting right there watching and seeing that along with the roads that were already flooded and, you know, knowing the situation at hand that you know, 20 inches of rain you know, was possible, I made a decision. Going just, I just left. Just the crazy wind that you're experiencing. Yeah, the, uh, the, the wind coming home last night was unreal. The drive home from Conway was you know, incredible. A ton of rain, I mean, just blinding rain. You know, I, I drove for about an hour and a half in solid tropical storm force, maybe even gusting close to hurricane force winds. And there were literally tops of trees flying across the road for most of the drive. Uh, wasn't the safest drive I've ever made in my life, but you know, it was a decision I made, so I made to stick with it and just took my time. And the city of Ayner had, a, you know, the stoplights were just hanging through the middle of the intersection. 
you know, especially the area 501 between Gallivansbury and Marion saw a bunch of tree damage. Um, Newburgh, North Carolina, probably the one of the hardest hit communities in North Carolina from Florence. Uh, we've got some numbers, 360 people have been rescued so far, about 140 are still needing to get rescued uh, per NBC News. So uh, still a very serious situation unfolding in Newburgh. The surge came up last night, reached about 10 feet, according to a USGS gauge. Some unofficial reports as well across the town show that it could be closer to 13 feet, which would have eclipsed any previous surge that they've seen in New Bern. You had sent in some video that you wanted to share with our viewers yep. tonight. I believe you shot this in Surf City during Florence. Can you walk us through what it is that we're looking at here? So this GoPro ran for about 23 hours, set it up Thursday afternoon early, and this is Surf City, North Carolina. This is the first time anybody has seen this video, actually. Uh, we were not able to retrieve it and get it out to the world in time, and then Michael happened. So here it is, debuting live. Um, that is storm surge coming over the dune there in Surf City. The GoPro did fantastic. It reported just as it should have, um, you know, high definition in 720p. Now we can do it at 1080. It's even better. Um, and that surge takes out the dunes, the waves do one at a time, one wave at a time, until finally the dunes are gone. Just an amazing perspective stuck there on that utility pole. Uh, you know, there's hardly any vibration or anything, and to document without having to be there, there's no way any storm chaser can film something like this. And it's not an indictment against us. You know, we're all included. Who's going to do that? You can't. It's not possible. This is how you do it. And you can do it in several places at once if you have enough equipment and enough time to set it out. So a remarkable achievement, a testament to the technology that exists already. And now we get to see something uh, and the process. That's what's so important, the science behind it. Behind, after the ooh and ah of what you're seeing, there is science here that can help the National Hurricane Center Storm Surge Unit, public awareness, you name it. This is a great tool and it worked. I know Chris is wanting to jump in, but I just wanted to say, it's really hard to capture what storm surge is, but this video is just the perfect example of why it's so dangerous if you live right there on the coast. of. That does it for this episode of the Carolina Weather Group. We're back next week with an in-depth look at Hurricane Hugo on the anniversary of its landfall. And we have all new episodes of the Carolina Weather Group coming to you in the weeks ahead. You can unlock them now by becoming a financial supporter of the Carolina Weather Group. Join us at patreon.com slash carolinaweathergroup, where plans start at just a dollar to unlock episode extras and become a financial supporter of our show. We appreciate your support. From Charlotte, I'm James Briarton. We'll see you again real soon.